0: Digital currency is a new and very speculative market. It is risky. No outcome can be predicted with any investment. is subject to complete loss and not suitable for all investors. MyDigitalMoney.com is really where you want to go to have a safe place to invest. You have enough to worry about. Let us help you set it up, and you'll be extremely happy with our service. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us here on the Common Sense Show in this segment. We have a really powerful segment coming up with Paul Preston. Uh, he's got a great radio show, Agenda, radio, Agenda 21 Radio, and he's also got a, uh, a, a terrific thing going that's good for America, and that is the New California Movement, and he is really making a lot of people upset on the dark side, and I want to stress the dark side, and if anybody has the right to say I told you so America going back three and a half years what Paul said on this radio show is now coming into full view full fruition and he has the right to say I told you so now before we join Paul need to let you know that we're brought to you by a couple of sponsors one is our storable food company and we've kind of changed our approach right now for this month only we're offering a two-week bug out supply but you also can use it to start your supply and it's 47 percent off you're not going to do any better restaurant quality 25 year shelf life and you can add to your existing supply and what people are asking me dave can we buy more than one yes you can buy more than one so go to preparewithdave.com because What's coming, folks? You may want to hunker down, so you don't want to have to be out begging for food. And you know when the disaster is starting to just in time delivery stop, the shelves are cleared in a day. Prepare with Dave. We're also brought to you by uh, <laughs> brought to you by Water with Dave. We're hitting both ends here, folks. And what I mean by both ends. Is We're hitting the side that you need food, water, guns, gold, ammo, medicine, starting with food and water. The Alexa Pure Pro filters, the best that there is out there, look at the research on the website, documents everything they claim. They are number one, and there's a 40% off sale right now for the end of the month. Go to waterwithdave.com. And why should you do this? Because on the fourth day, the Naval War College of it says in a disaster, waterborne illnesses become the number one cause of death. This will save lives, could save your life or your family's life. Waterwithdave.com. Those are the people that bring us this show in this hour, and we have clear sailing to the end of the hour, and we have Paul Preston on, and like I said, if any individual would come on here and stick his chest out and gloat and say, I told you so, America, it would be Paul Preston. Paul, welcome to the show.
1: Well, thanks, Dave, for having me on the show again.
0: Well, it, just like every time I turn around, we got breaking news coming out. I, you know, Paul, there's so much going on. I'm going to open up this big smorgasbord, okay? And you tell me, where would you like to start?
1: Oh, man. Uh, you know, you've got tons of stuff on your end. i got tons of stuff on my end. It's uh, really uh, quite an amazing set of circumstances. And i got to tell you, it's quite an amazing time in American history right now. There's no doubt about it.
0: There's never been a time like this, ever, in our history
1: no and i don't know if there's ever going to be another time like this again i I would hope that there's not you know but uh you know there's good you know we've um we've had it pretty good in terms of the home front here for the last 250 years and right now everything's here at the home front here at every border it seems like but uh you know we are going to prevail there's no question about it. it just how is that prevail going to look like you know in the process that's the that's the key thing But. We just have so many things hitting us from all the different angles. I guess the big thermometer that people uh, need to kind of look at, the gauge for it all, is what's going on with the uh, impeachment uh, process or procedure, lack of process. This whole corrupt system that we've got going right. on. Right. I it agree. It really does. It's an indicator. It really is the canary in the in the mine. Uh, if you take a if you really take a long look at it, the, the deep state is really taken some hard hits, hits with Donald Trump. And quite frankly, the alternative media, like ourselves, have really been uh, hitting them really hard, devastating blows, in my opinion, even against the mainstream media, which I know the preponderance of people listen to or they garner their news from the mainstream media. But the truth always does prevail. And I know that the alternative media that we've been really a part of over the last 10 to 15 years has really been playing a major role in keeping the ship of state Keeping this government, keeping this United States of America afloat right now, and I know will prevail in the future. Uh, Everybody can kind of sort out the laws, the the lies, even um, if you're listening predominantly to mainstream media. I think people grow very suspicious of what they're being told.
0: Um, I'm getting that too, to where it's reaching let me tell you a typical email I get and I'm getting a couple of these every day now Dave, I've periodically listened to you for four or five years now and I used to think you were a little out there now I think you might be understating the threat uh-huh. And I get this. I get this a lot now where people are saying things are coming into full view and they're beginning to get it. They get the fact that we have the Democratic Party, the leadership, they have sold out. They're like little Bolshevik revolutionaries and they've sold out to the deep state. They want to overthrow the government, not just throw out Trump, but overthrow our government. And they're aligned with criminal interests and they're guilty of treason. And that's just for starters. I mean, that's just right. a starting point of where we're at.
1: Well, you know, uh, it's very difficult for people to grasp what your your uh, writer just there, your, your listener just said. It's very, very. But once they get it, they get it. There's that uh, the epiphany that takes place. But bringing the the you know the the masses to that point is really what we're at where we're at right now. And that's why i say people are starting to, to figure it out on their own but it, it just takes so much work as you know repetition repetition and and um, referring back to past history and and then bringing it forward because you know the thing that is devastating to these people where it brings a lot of understanding to your listeners and everybody now is that you know we've been at this for a long time dave you know i some of the stuff that we've been reporting the events really did occur in 2012 and 13 and 14 and we were reporting it yes And everybody was calling us a bunch of lunatics you know yes and of course now all of a sudden we've got the memory bank because we actually did the research on this we projected it on our our radio and youtubes and everything like that and now here, here it is in real life really in real life trying to get rid of a president and people are saying, wait a minute, I heard that on Dave Hodges' show, I heard that on Agenda 21 Radio, you know, way back in the day, and all of a sudden, now here it is, wait a minute, I know the truth behind that, and they don't get that, Dave, the people on the left don't understand that the listeners that we have, have, understand their lies, so to speak, so it's a, it's a really an interesting situation to see this whole thing play out, the Adam shifts of the world and Nancy Pelosi's—they're just unbelievable, uh, especially when it comes to listeners like we have and the massive knowledge that's out there based upon the alternative media like that we present.
0: Well. Not to toot my own horn, but so let me toot Steve Quayle's horn, okay, because we've been saying the same thing. In 2014, right. Steve was quite clear about the Red Dawn threat that was posed south of our border, a combination of terrorists and cartels blended together, and then you've got the embedded Chinese soldiers, and right. you've got Russian military alliances throughout Central and South America, and Steve was saying, big trouble below the border, 2014, And, you know, people, oh, you and Steve are a bunch of lunatics. Okay, here we are. Not many people are laughing now. They see what's going on.
1: Right. Well, and and again, the the classic example is uh, we accurately predicted what happened to that um, family of nine. Yes, uh, down in Mexico just last week. That's the classic. You know, they targeted that Mormon family, but the you know once again it was a family. And and I know everybody's going to say, well, you're racist and so on. But this comes from information. When I say this comment, uh, let's let's remember that this came from g- gangsters. Um, Mexican gangsters by way of cartel members and so on to myself and other sources but they're specifically targeting white people and they say that in their attacks basically and that's something that's been going on for quite some time that's historical history it's real it's not a racist statement on my part but that that's what happened to these people we we said this i was saying this a couple years ago several years ago watch out because the cartels and all these other folks gonna go after killing white americans and that was the term that was brought to us um specifically in front of a hundred witnesses by a couple of different individuals so my point is is that here it is now i think this is the precursor to other things there's no question about it and we need to be ready for it that, well, they you know it's kind of interesting if you study earl um, rommel you realize that uh, part of the conquest of for rommel was that he pre-positioned assets and so on in north africa yes and of course that was very very helpful for him in the conquering of north africa and what happened here in the south, or the southwest of the United States, is very similar, that they pre-positioned a lot of different assets. And uh, I like to tell people, if you take a look at Rommel, uh, Franco, and Hitler, and you you put the three of those guys together, you realize that the conquest of uh, the Reconquista, let's use the right terminology, Dave, the Reconquista of uh, the, the land that was uh, given over sold basically by Mexico or the United States after the Spanish um, Americas, the uh, Mexican American War through the Treaty of Guadalupe Heldago that mm-hmm. landmass is, of course, what they want back now. So the Reconquista movement of Oslan as they call it, this is a real movement. I, you know, I used to go down to Mexico all the time, a couple of times a year, and work in the uh, orphanages down there, building buildings and all that stuff as part of the Rotary Club. And every classroom, of course, being a teacher, every classroom I wandered into, there was always that big map of Mexico with the North, with the Southwest still incorporated as Mexico. And you'd see things on the, you know, the regular maps that you see in the classrooms, they were there. Uh, But that was the map that every kid was learning to grow up with that, that someday they would reconquer. Uh, the southwest and that that's just what this is right here it's just sort of an extension of that reconquista movement but now they're more embedded in the united states so it's a bigger movement than even that one
0: well i want to hit that because a lot of people tried to tell me i was racist when i addressed Mm this right let me just say this off the top the war against mexico in 1848 was an imperialistic war designed solely to get routes open for the railroad to the potential gold fields and trading routes in california through the southwest no question i fully admit that our government acted inappropriately and baited the mexicans into a war Um, now is mexico totally blameless no but the burden lies with the united states but Paul, this was in the 19th century, the middle of the 19th well, well, century. Well,
1: you know, there's there's some other elements that, that were going on there, Dave. And, and this is where New California and even the Texas Revolution comes in, um, is that around the same time, people in California, known as the Californios that were north of of Baja, and, and of course the Texans were in the same boat, is that they were sick and tired of the uh, centralized government of Mexico constantly taxing, overregulating, and so on, um, which, by the way, is exactly what you know is happening in California today. And they they revolted in California, declared it's, it, the Californios issued their first declaration of independence in eighteen thirty six, and so did Texas.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Exactly. So I understand yeah. I understand you know the transcontinental railroad and everything like that, but you know there was oppression that was being divvied out by Mexico itself to the people in Texas and the people in in California and that was being pushed back like crazy so you had a couple of dynamics going on there i don't want to leave out all the dynamics that were going on but that those were two major ones right there
0: well there was a big one in texas too uh it was an independence movement but everyone thinks it's davy crockett played by john wayne and a bunch of white guys from the south now when you look right. at the people killed in the alamo many people with spanish hispanic latino surnames and they were sick of it right. The tejanos as they were called like Jim Tehanu's wife right. was a local and the Tejanos wanted Santa Ana out because he was so corrupt he was a classic Democrat
1: well and and of course um, when you take a look at the battles and everything that happened in Texas and at the very end what happened with Santa Ana it's kind of appropriate but that's exactly right I I you know I, t- I take a look at it from our standpoint with New California
0: With Dave.com. That's water with Dave.com. Save $80 for a short time.
1: The rejection of the socialism basically that was happening, that was being exerted by Mexico on both Texas and California. Texas and California grew up together. Yes. A lot of people don't realize that Texas is a republic, California is a republic. And both are known as the Lone Star States. A lot of people don't know this history, but California has, a, you know, its original flag of 1836 was a huge white banner, massive white banner with a massive red star on it. This predates communism. It predates the, you know, people association, associating communism with the red star. But this red star matched the big, huge red star the, the, and lone star of Texas. So two loans. This is why the the stars are there. This is why they're known as republics. Uh, they kind of grew up together um, at the same time. They were rejecting initially rejecting Mexico's certain, uh, influence on California and Texas at the same time, and starting in eighteen.
0: 18- by calling Noble Gold at 877-646-5347. 36. That's true. And the Mexican War uh, was, well, you could say it was born out of American imperialism, but here's the bottom line. The revolution that set Texas free from San Antonio happened more than a decade earlier before U.S. involvement.
1: Right that's right
0: yeah so I, I agree with what you're saying i'm just saying though we did have some american imperialism and i don't deny that but here's the bottom line paul you're talking now what 170 years give me a break it's history it's water under the bridge so we're, well we're, 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 you know we're not going to bring back sodom and gomorrah um so you know you look at this and i'm just saying this paul this is the bottom line okay the cal exit movement is tied into the la raza movement and i'd like you to explain how that's true to the average person so they can see the treason that's going on inside california
1: well you know the la raza which means the race and um mecha, which means the, the basically the movement the people's movement are two movements that were really started by communist agitators and it uh, it the, the, the bottom line is it goes back to trotsky trotsky came to mexico and really his I think his mandate for the most part was to spread communism uh, to the new world you know, I, a lot of people have the argument with uh, you know Trotsky and others in the Communist Party at the time he uh, ultimately was assassinated, but the bottom line was he kind of set up this whole notion of Oslo in the whole notion of reconquista and that's what I was getting at reconquista. Has been something that is really a, an extension of the, you know, the communists that came in uh, through Trotsky, and they understood that one of the ways in which you could really inflame the relationship with Mexico and with the United States is through racism, and they understood that, and of course they've kept that flame kind of going. But the other part of it, it, wouldn't you start talking about the Treaty of Guadalupe Hidalgo after 1846, eighteen forty six, eighteen forty seven, eighteen forty eight? They played upon that, and Trotsky in the 1860s and 1870s um, brought about these various communist movements that were designed to um, inflame Mexico against the United States. See, one of the things about the Communist Manifesto that everybody needs to know about, 1848 it was developed, the Communist Manifesto uh, was designed to stop American-style capitalism so what better way than to use the the, native, the border or the, the country south of the United States border to, to disrupt and stop the American um, Manifest Destiny, the American Expansionism into areas especially that were lost during the war. So they came up with a number of different things. Later on in the 60s, it was La Raza in 1960s and 70s, La Raza and um, Mecha, and these organizations, since the 60s, with the help of Bill Ayers and others, um, have grown themselves into uh, some heavy communist organizations, starting in the South, starting, starting in South America, or started uh, in Mexico, and then, of course, moving up through California and th- into Texas, mostly in California right now. We have a, a huge La Raza um, organization. And, of course, remember the judge who was involved in one of the cases with... Uh, the president early on in his presidency was a member of la raza the race hello the race and that organization is is intent on destroying the united states it it always has been so you have judges trotting around out here you have all these other people that are part of the la raza Uh, they really do want to destroy the united states they really do I know everybody's going to say, "Paul, you're a racist." No, I listen. I've worked with these people for years. Don't tell me <laughs> they're it's as racist as they get. They hate white people.
0: It's <laughs> not even about it's. It, I agree, it's racism, but there's even a bigger player in this, and it's called the Pope, and it's called Chapman yeah. University. Let's talk about that for a minute.
1: Well, you know, Chapman University, uh, Peter McLaren, and others. Are um, friends of all. All of them are friends with Bill Ayers, and uh, the um, the movements out of South America, the the um, the various types of communist Maoist movements that you have down there, have migrated actually basically north now, and this has been something that's been happening for like the last ten, twenty years, and um, this is this is something that's influenced a lot of the communities in Southern California, primarily around Chapman University, where Peter McLaren teaches. You have a lot of heavy Maoist influence through their ethnic studies program there. I know it's shocking. I went to Chapman University. It's supposed to be a conservative place, but it's anything but that now. They changed their leadership um, with their president, who's the president of the Chapman University. is very tight with the pope. The pope seems to have, by the way, the pope is from Argentina, and so is Peter McLaren. They're good friends. They're both activists. They grew up together as communists. So it's not a surprise that you're getting a lot of agitation, especially now in Southern California.
0: Well, you've got the, – the, the Pope has betrayed the Catholic Church. I mean, he's yeah, trying to absolutely. combine Islam and Christianity into Chrislam, and and he's done things that are just reprehensible to the faith. Uh right. So the, the Catholics are turning away from the Pope. I mean, I've got family members that have left the Church that are Catholic.
1: Yeah, I was, I'm in the same boat. Um, I, most of my family is Catholic, and they've all left. They, I mean, this is like you know, wholesale. Everybody's left. So it it's not. Um, it, this is just. It wasn't an easy decision for them. I mean, it's their faith, after all. But when this pope came along, that was it for them. That was it for them, and they left.
0: Well, you get the whole thing. I mean, he's not talking about saving souls. He's talking about bogus climate change. It just—it's just maddening. He's talking about mass immigration. You know, Paul, this is one thing I think that—that that no one ever talks about. Why is it that the Pope and the UN and all these globalist organizations want to have all this massive immigration into first world countries? What, what would you say to that?
1: Well, it's slavery. You know, it's, it's trafficking. And there's money in that. I think it's a financial thing. Actually, it's a marketplace, uh, buying and selling human beings, yeah. whole humans that can function. And especially with the sex trafficking business end of it, the cartels are, of course, the uh, the, the conduit for that. And this has been. And you know, you can say what you want. Um, anybody can. But the the way that the cartels, who basically are the delivery boys and girls for the Pope and other and other folks um they they make a lot of money on human trafficking, and they make a, a hell the, there are two ways they make money human trafficking and drugs that's it fentanyl yeah I I would have I'd, I'd, I'd have one
0: more effect on this though, yeah. and the effect would be this the dilution of culture, so when the country is absorbed by the new world order, the people won't miss what they no longer have, which is a national identity
1: oh yeah they're trying to erase our national identity right now like crazy but they're they're not going to be able to do that you know you see the attacks on um culture through sports as an example football and you know that it's a classic example like you know the you know we're now hearing that um football and participation rates are at, you know 10 percent below the, where they were last year and that's, you know, 20% below the year before. The football is, a, a, I think, a pretty good bellwether to measure uh, cultural identity, and it's been under assault for quite some time. And, of course, with the Colin Kaepernick thing, all this has been orchestrated to take away our cultural identity and football being a big part of it, sports being a big part of it. You're seeing the diminishment of that right now play out i, I think it's going to stop but I, I, I have all the faith in the world it's going to stop once we start identifying it but the better the fact is this has been something that they've been uh, using against us for uh, quite some time
0: let me ask you this is the um, diminishment of football due to the sissification of males today because mm-hmm. listen i, I played uh, i was a receiver and a strong safety and if you cross my face In my my path, I was going to put you on the ground. You do that today, even in the NFL, you're going to get thrown out for what we used to do normally. We've had the sissification of the game is what I'm seeing. I can hardly stand to watch it anymore. So I I look at this and I'm saying, is this, tell me this, in your words, why is football uh, becoming less popular as a youth sport?
1: Well, I, I think that uh, all the things we talked about, plus they've exploited um, the injury aspect. You know, and this is something I was always. Bar- I've always. I used to coach uh, football. I played it in high school and college, and and then I coached it as a high school and even a college uh, coach. Uh, but you know, the the exploitation of let's say the concussions. Concussions in football are real. They do happen. In almost 99 percent of the time, when they do happen, they happen because of poor technique. In other words, a, a person was in a position in which they put their head down or in the wrong position to be to receive a you know a hit and then a concussion. That's almost all the time. Now, part of that in my opinion, with the concussion a- aspect, goes with poor coaching. Because <laughs> there's a right way and a wrong way to use your head when tackling. Correct. And uh, if I, if you can, you know, I, I'm very critical when I sit down and watch a football game because I like to, you know, replay it like a coach would. And every time I see somebody who's been taken out for a flag or something like that, or I watch the, the uh, even in college and in, 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 uh, professional football today... There is so much projectile tackling. In other words, using your head first in the down position to tackle somebody. There's no. It, it, to me, it's not a shock at all why we get so many injuries. But you know, having said that, that's what they exploit. They exploit the fact that there's so many injuries based upon a poor coaching technique. And of course, this is one of the reasons they put the fear in everybody. They create the crisis. You know, we have a crisis. Let's let's exploit it. Let's use it against football so people start pulling the kids out of football and i think that it's interesting to watch us um watch our society kind of react to the change of that and different helmets and things like that might being a former coach teach proper tackling and blocking and you will you'll reduce your head trauma down to at least 70 percent from what they're doing now that's my opinion
0: yeah i agree but it's a it's i look at it as also an attack upon the culture oh yeah football is being vilified and um and people like colin kaepernick are putting football in a political position where it's becoming more unpopular so i I think it's once again our culture is under attack
1: right well you saw that with the nba in china i mean china um, far be it from us to uh, glorify China and what they do to people over there. And here you have Nike and the NBA that are um, rightfully so under attack, and they're having a very difficult time defending themselves because basically there's, they are the slave masters. <laughs> Amen <laughs> They that. are. They Amen. are the slave masters in China, and they deserve to be wrapped all you want uh, considering what they're doing to the falun gong and other people they're rounding up people torching them and executing them taking out their organs and selling their organs i mean this is despicable behavior on the state on on the part of china and it is not acceptable and it shouldn't be acceptable for nike or for apple
0: what's going on there or for yeah, the democratic party like the Diana democratic F- party feinstein. Would let's talk about that let's talk about the treason <coughs> at the top of the party and how they're in bed with our enemies the communist chinese
1: well you know diane feinstein of course is uh, very well known you know you don't hear a lot about diane feinstein right now because she is really laying low there's two people you don't hear a lot from, Comey and Feinstein, if you've mm-hmm. noticed. Mm-hmm. And they are really laying low because they've learned how to sing. Um, they've been taking singing lessons.
0: And, uh, explain uh, what you mean by that. I know what you mean. <laughs> I think you need to explain it to our audience.
1: Well, you know, they're they're saying certain things about certain people that certain people don't want them to talk about.
0: The common sense show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals for my pillow for example they've got half off my pillow bed sheets more than half off their slippers their sandals their mattresses their topper covers women's lingerie uh, they have extremely extremely great products as you all know ladies and gentlemen right now go to mypillow.com backslash hodges use the coupon code hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities mypillow.com backslash hodges coupon code hodges
1: and that's why they're not you don't hear much from them you know quite frankly the government you know trump has the cards on them and they're they're singing they're cooperating um, with the prosecutors,
0: I know Comey's singing. Are you telling me that Diane Feinstein is singing too?
1: Absolutely.
0: Oh, what, what, what can you tell us about
1: that? Well, I I really can't tell you much, uh, but she <laughs> she is singing, and so is Richard Block. Listen, you got the Cal, all of their California interests are at risk right now, and everything in their California portfolio, if you will, is China related you bet they're singing <laughs> everything yeah, you're talking about uh property their properties in san francisco but also you know uh, hundreds of thousands of acres of farmland in the central valley all that's at risk right now
0: talk to me about that farmland i know where you're going with it but i want the audience to know
1: well uh, you know feinstein richard blum it's her husband um, his He's um, a, the, one of the largest commercial brokers in the United States, if not the world. And his major client is the Bank of China. So this whole drought that everybody was talking about that California went through, it, isn't it interesting, that, and again, for the audience perspective, isn't it interesting that only California has these droughts the way they have it? Isn't it interesting that California only has the winds which create the fires? You know, isn't it interesting that only California with the PG&E turns out? You know, its power system for 43 of the 58 counties, all by the way, in New California. Isn't it interesting that they're doing those things? And you know, here's the one that I really like. Isn't it really interesting that the Cal um, Coastal Commission? Is seizing property taking people's property in the flood zones the flood plains of the coast now the reason why they're doing that is they're so afraid that people are going to drown and they're going to lose everything as the oceans rise because of global warming yeah now, isn't it interesting that only California has the global warming phenomena that causes oceans to rise isn't that just strange? So you got <laughs> fires, you got wind, you got you got the oceans rising, and it's only California. Forget Oregon; it doesn't happen in Oregon. You know the ocean doesn't rise. The ocean's a big place. I understand two thirds of, of the planet is covered by the ocean, yeah. and then Mexico doesn't rise, but only along the coast of California does it rise. I mean, this is the obscenity of what they're doing here. this is this is this it's just preposterous it's laughable if it wasn't so sad because a lot of people have lost their, their houses their property you know and all that stuff but this is what these jokers have been managing to pull off for years it's a scam it's all a scam every one of these agencies um cal california air resources board cal epa uh, coastal, all of these agencies are scams. They're, all, they're scams all incorporated in Delaware, by the way. And who sits on a lot of those boards in Delaware for the Cal EPA, CARB, and so on? Hunter Biden. Hello.
0: No, 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 no. Yeah. no. I know about That's, Hunter in Ukraine. I know about Hunter in China. You're telling me Hunter in California?
1: Absolutely. The California Air Resources Board in particular. The the corporate, There's a corporation that runs a state agency. Uh, go figure that out, folks. You have a corporation that's running the state agency called the California Air Resources Board, and who sits on that board? Hunter Biden. Hell, why not?
0: <laughs> you know, I feel like an ignoramus saying, "Wow,
1: but wow." Well, <laughs> of course. But you see, it's all about you know uh, power and energy. And, um, you know, the the thing is, is that what's to be learned out of um, what's going on in Ukraine is that during the time of, you know, the Obama administration, you had people like John Kerry and you had uh, Joe Biden and Hunter Biden and his son and, you know, um, uh, Paul Pelosi, they they were out there on the hunt, the prowl for, for basically bribes to get good sweetheart deals with the United States, to get the military assets and everything else that they wanted at the time. So they made great deals with um, the children, if you will. So Hunter Biden and Paul Pelosi, Nancy Pelosi's son, and um, you know uh, the, the Kerry, Christopher Hines, I think his name is, they were all offered all these great sweetheart deals as bribes, basically, so they can get various money and so on from the United States. That's what the whole thing was about with Joe Biden. Well, you know, now you have a different player in town. You have somebody else who's trying to negotiate legitimate, legitimate deals with the Ukraine, because the Ukraine, a lot of people don't understand, is a huge um, area by which all the pipelines, all the gases, all the resources uh, for fuel uh, come into the Ukraine and then get distributed out to the rest of Europe. So it's a huge distribution center. Not only that, but it's also a huge agricultural center and manufacturing center. So Ukraine is very, very important. It was important to the Soviet Union at the time, and um, as a standalone country, it's got a massive wealth. Now, um, like California, actually, there's a lot of lot of symbolism or a lot of a lot of similarities. So Hunter Biden was serving on Burisma. Yeah, what's well, an energy company? California Air Resources Board. It's an energy company, and what it does is it regulates. Um, carbon emissions basically I'm kind of, kind of simplifying things and which has an enormous impact on the economy in all imaginable ways from uh, trucking to manufacturing and so on so it's controlled by a board of directors this is the odd thing, AB 32 which brought everybody this this um, this whole California Resources Board uh, back during Arnold Schwarzenegger's day, he knew exactly what he was doing. Arnold Schwarzenegger did uh, created this uh, this false, uh, faux um, board of, uh, I guess you'd say, trading board like the Wall, like the like Wall Street or like the, um, the Chicago uh, Exchange. The, you know, I can't remember the whole name of it. The, the Chicago, Chicago
0: Climate Exchange, yeah.
1: Not not climate, but the. Uh, You know, where they buy and sell various products such as agriculture and stocks like that. Anyway, um, they created this whole board that was going to be set up as a stock market and they started running it and buying and selling carbon, so called carbon credits. And they were doing this, they were setting up a carbon credit trading system that was going to be in Vienna, Sydney, Australia, and in Sacramento, California. And Sacramento, California was supposed to be the main trading hub. Well, you know, they came out um, as a California Air Resources Board, and they started you know, issuing edicts, if you will, mm-hmm. regulations and fines and fees with everybody who had a, any kind of vehicle or business. Um, you had to buy carbon credits if you wanted to stay in business, if, you're, if your business produce 10,000 ton metric tons of <laughs> carbon dioxide per year, you know, you'd probably have to go out and buy, you know, five or six, you know, tons of or 1,000 tons of carbon credits and put that in the stock exchange. You could buy and sell it based upon the daily rate of carbon dioxide. I mean, it was just absolutely crazy. It still goes on, by the way, but it was covered by a corporation board. And that corporation board was out of um, delaware and who sits on it hunter biden um, and he's getting the, the first thing they needed to do now this may have changed because this is a, this information i gave you is a couple of years a couple of years old but uh, two or three years ago maybe four years ago when this whole thing was going on the first thing they required this board of the california air resources board in delaware is that they skim off half a billion dollars right up front every year to the board in delaware half a billion dollars every year
0: so it's like their middleman fee
1: right and hunter biden's on it
0: no wonder they are trying to go after ukraine so hard with trump um let me ask you this they
1: don't don't want this stuff to come out and you know the other thing too is here's trump He's trying to set up legitimate deals because there's legitimate deals for our, um, you know, for our natural gas, our liquid natural gas. And there's legitimate deals that have been going on that predate even Obama that we would make as energy suppliers because the United States, California in particular, is one of the key... Providers of liquefied natural gas around the world. You can buy, you know, liquid, liquefied natural gas for about two bucks per, you know, per gallon, I guess, or whatever, the, I can't remember what the, the what the, uh, the reference number or the point is for um, natural gas. Now, most places are selling it for nine to $13. So, you know, the United States has a huge capability of doing great business in Ukraine. So that's all being muddled now you know, of course, with all this thing with Biden and all this other stuff. Now, Trump comes in and sends Perry over there to try and legitimately work real deals, which they were successful at doing, real deals. But, uh, you know, now all that's going to be clouded by this whole thing with Biden, which were not real deals, not clean deals. They're very dirty deals. In other words, in order to get the, They said, in order for you to buy into the united states natural gas you have to pay us a half bit a, you know 1.1 million dollars 1.5 billion dollars to my son or hunter over here i mean that's just an unbelievable corruption going on there but um this is where it sits down and of course trump is being impeached over something he didn't really have anything to do with <laughs> Pe- impeachment through thin air
0: you yeah, know and then well first of all what the president's doing is in terms of his actions. When he was uh, talking to Zelensky about the weapon systems, he was asking about the criminal oligarchs' potential involvement. He was saying, "We're not going to allow this." And of course, when you're talking about criminals in Ukraine, you don't go very far afield from the Bidens. That's a perfectly legitimate inquiry. I mean, if you want to be linked to criminality and discussions, then don't commit the crimes.
1: Right. It's a, mean, it's and and then, you know, the, the obscenity is, is that here you have Joe Biden <laughs> telling people that if you don't back off my son, you know, you're not going to get the uh, the billion or half a billion dollars or whatever it was he was going to have the government give him. I mean, it, it's unbelievable.
0: So why isn't the DOJ filing charges right now against the Bidens?
1: You know, I you know that's a very good question, but I think they are letting the politics play out. Um, I do know there's an investigation; has been one for uh, Hunter for quite some time. You got to remember something: that when everybody was so angry at Jeff Sessions because Jeff Sessions recused himself from the Russia probe, and everybody was just haranguing him, what people didn't realize is that sessions knew there was nothing in the russia probe at all he knew there was no evidence but he knew there was major league evidence against you know obama and biden and so on in the ukraine he recused himself from the russia investigation he did not recuse himself from the ukrainian investigation and that brings on john durham and you know all these other people that started the investigation two years ago so while everybody was haranguing on sessions he was actually focusing on the real criminal behavior coming out of ukraine
0: Mm -hmm. yeah i couldn't agree with you more um but i just we had a discussion off air um last week And you were explaining to me, if Trump goes after the people we already know that are dirty, like Clinton and the Clinton Foundation and the emails and all that, that we could end up with really bad civil unrest that could kill untold numbers of people. Right. And I get that. Okay. I understand he's got a different tactic. But Hunter Biden, if he goes after Biden or he goes after Paul Pelosi, Jr., no one's going to shed a tear over these people outside a few liberals,
1: well that's um, I, I would say that that's not true <clears throat> you, you don't know what's going to be triggered downstream but you know what you what you also want to do is you want to start with, with a low level investigation and work your way up and like I tell people that um, these investigations are the type that start to pull in the, the low hanging fruit initially until you get to the top of the tree And when you get to the top of the tree, the the fruit is richer.
0: (laughs) Okay, so right now we're talking about people singing their way up the tree. You've identified uh, Comey and Feinstein as two singers. Do we have any other singers?
1: Um, You have some people that are feeling around the the edges, so to speak. I'm not going to discuss who they are, but there's numerous people that are singing, you know, McCabe is an example of singing we know that and he's a, a classic example of one who is singing and now the next one we may be hearing some sort of um, um, sort of songbird type of stuff it's from uh, James Clapper he's another one that's yeah, out
0: there. he doesn't strike me as a guy that's going to go down with the ship I would agree with that
1: no, he's he's no, he's he's not going to go down with the ship. Well, but James Clapper would be one.
0: Let me take a side turn here, okay? And maybe this is unrelated to our discussion. If it is, we'll come right back to this. But I find it curious that the uh, the rift and the insults between Tulsi Gabbard and Hillary Clinton just will not go away. It happened again today.
1: No, it's not going to go away, <clears throat> Tulsi. Um, is what you know when you take a look at Tulsi. You know I'm a big fan of Tulsi. Just to let you know, I'm, I've been a big fan of hers since before this whole. For years, I've admired her because I've watched her and so on. Um, she, she behaves uh, like a real Democrat. <laughs> now that's kind of odd, but she I mean, does. Co- coming she has,
0: from you, that's surprising. Yes.
1: Well, isn't it? <laughs> well, <laughs> well, it's odd for me, but it's odd that she's a Democrat. Because she's a throwback Democrat, like, we we have not seen forever. You know, it seems like we've never seen it, like a John Kennedy type of Democrat. Um, so it's kind of, like, weird to work with her to just to, you know, have some sort of affiliations with her and watch her, you know, take this thing on. But she's not going to back down, and, and you know, uh, she's honest. It's kind of like, Bernie, you know, Bernie Sanders is an honest socialist. I...
0: MyDigitalMoney.com is really where you want to go to have a safe place to invest. You have enough to worry about. Let us help you set it up, and you'll be extremely happy with our service.
1: I hate everything about his politics, but you know he tells you, first of all, I'm a socialist. I'm not hiding behind it. Yeah, he does. He never, yes. He's never hidden hid the fact he's a socialist. No. We you know, we're fighting tooth and nail against socialism. But he tells you. You know, I have to respect the fact that he's honest in that regard. But Tulsi Gabbard, you know, not only does she tell you, you know, that she's a Democrat, but she goes after people that are being dishonest. Now that's a little different. And she knows that Hillary Clinton has defamed her and veterans and so on, and she's not gonna stand for that. And so she's got a voice and says, I'm not gonna tolerate Hillary Clinton at all. Which I think is absolutely amazing to watch the dynamics of Hillary Clinton kind of cowering at this point as she should. Somebody in the Democratic Party should have long ago taken her taken this tact against her.
0: Well, where's why is okay? First of all, I think it's bad for the Democratic Party. Don't get me wrong. I'm saying if I were in the party and I was the DNC chief like Perez, I'd be looking at this and say, "Well, the two of you, cool it, because this is not good to have this kind of division go this public." So, what is what is Tulsi Gabbard accomplishing, and what is Hillary accomplishing?
1: I, I think you're seeing. People who in the Democratic Party who have said they've had enough of the Clintons, uh-huh. I, I, and even Perez, um, you know, I, in, in the new California state movement, one of the things, and I know this is going to shock your audience, <laughs> coming from me, but um, our mandate as a new state is to have a Republican form of government. That's what it says in Article Four, Section Four, of the Constitution. We have to have a Republican form of government which means representative government right and that means we have to have a two three or four or five party system whatever the systems are going to allow and so we predominantly being of rural stock in new california are predominantly conservative Republican. we get that but we're not going to be a monoparty system of republicans we're going to we are opening it up and we're taking in democrats believe it or not we're taking in democrats as part of new california we want the democrats to form a party we want the libertarians to form a party we encourage the republicans to form a party that's our mandate because you know what happens when you have a monoparty system like california today see that's when you when you don't have a republican form of government that california is what you get so we don't want that and that's why we say we want a democratic party to stand up with all the other parties I know that everybody's freaking out because I am saying that. But that's am you know, not that's freaking reverse. out. I that's, think
0: that's constitutional. En- I think that's enlightened because yeah, well, that's, we've got to be a, a government that represents all viewpoints.
1: Right, exactly. Yeah. And so we want to provide that. I mean, we, we want to provide that. For, that's our job. And I'll tell you what, um, If when we get to the, to the Congress and we're not providing that, they're going to turn us down. I know that you know but that's just basic but it's also basic to the constitution and the well-being of our country that we offer a republican form of government
0: exactly exactly right
1: but but this whole thing with the tulsi gabbard see this is the kind of democrat you i i i think it's refreshing she's going to vote democrat she comes out against trump and you know you can hear listen to her well you know she's legitimate an honest person who d- definitely believes, uh, you know, in her attitude against Trump? I can I can go with that. It's all the other social justice stuff that these so called Democrats feel that they have to be armed with to try and destroy Republicans and anybody else to get in their way. That's called a totalitarian mindset. That's called the communist, national socialist, whatever yeah. you want to call them.
0: Bolshevik that revolution, it, yeah,
1: right. it's revolutionary. And that's what we're we're struggling against in this country right now is this revolutionary mindset, which has been pervasive, sponsored by people like Bill and Ayers and Bernardine Dorn.
0: Yeah, and they got a son that just got elected. I want to just ask well, him one Bo last Dean. question. Yeah, oh, you know, know. He, you, know, he's
1: a, you, know he, you know, he's a radical Muslim.
0: <laughs> yes, I know he is.
1: And so is Bill Ayers.
0: He, yes, I know he is. <laughs> another discussion yeah, yeah, for another and, time. And
1: you, you know, I think I think you know his last name is Bodine's last name in. in um, his Islamic last name is Zed. Zaid. Oh. You know, like it
0: <laughs> Yeah, I I you knew I'd like that. Okay, I gotta ask you one question. We got about forty five seconds. Will we ever solve the mystery of what happened to Paradise, California?
1: Yeah, we will. It's being solved. Um it's clearly uh the the fires were set and there there were um new weapons that were involved and that's gonna come out. Okay. Absolutely. And we'll new be weapons. able to
0: point to uh, the origin of the attacks and so forth. Am I right?
1: Yeah. And um, uh, sadly, it's going to point to uh, America.
0: Unfortunately. Well, Paul, yeah. we are we are just about out of time. So very quickly, I want you to tell people how you can follow you. You got about twenty seconds.
1: Um, Agenda twenty one radio dot news or a twenty one r dot com, and of course, new state dot com. NewCaliforniaState.com for the 51st state.
0: And it's the number one digital radio show in America. Paul, always good stuff, man. I can't believe how this flew by, but thank you so much for coming on.
1: Hey, no, thank you, David. Really appreciate it.
0: Take care.